headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host, Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of the book, Paycheck to Purpose, is my host this hour. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Merry Christmas to you, America. We're glad you're here. Kate's in San Antonio, Texas. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi. How are y'all? Better than we deserve. What's up? Um, yeah. So basically I kind of like just started, uh, I just got introduced to you. I started binging everything and I'm going to like try to be as fast as possible. Um, but, and, and so I'm trying to get working on the baby steps. Um, I'm like, yeah. So my problem is income. It's really not that great. And so I'm wanting to increase it. And I found some like courses that I think could really help me increase my income so that I can really like get ahead on this stuff. But, um, unfortunately, like it kind of does involve, I guess, still borrowing money a little bit. Um, and I don't know if that might be a good investment to make or if I should like, I don't know, try to figure out something else. Okay, let's start with some facts. What do you make right now, and what are you doing to make that? What's your income? Oh yes, yes, sir. So right now, um, I make like thirty thousand um with one job. I work, you know, I have a day job. I have a job on the weekends that I make a couple hundred at with as well. Um, what are you doing? So, What's what? What kind of work for the thirty k? Um, I work for the state. Okay, doing and, what? Yeah, like clerical work. Okay. Clerical. Okay. And what, what what are these classes you're thinking about? So it's a business analytics class, and I did a lot of research in my area, and the salary for that um, can be up to you know thirty to thirty to sixty, or sorry, not thirty, fifty to sixty thousand um, entry level. What's so, the class um, cost? The class cost nine thousand. You don't need to go in debt for that. Well, I I don't I don't have any way to save for it really, because. Um, Everything that I'm doing is kind of keeping me at a baseline and paying off like the base of my debt right now. How much debt and do so, you have now? Like thirty thousand. On what? For student loans, my car, What's and your degree stuff in? like that. Oh, um, I didn't finish. That was just for one semester. Mm, thirty thousand for one semester. Well, not sorry for one year, not one semester. Still okay. Wow. How much of the car? Yeah, how, how much is the car of that debt? Uh, ten thousand. Mm-hmm. So, what are you twenty five? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. You sound like yes, sir. Okay. Sounds sounds like about about the takes about that long to make a mess this big. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're okay. Yeah, You're I'm okay. trying to get out of it. That's why. And I All right, was, Kate, like, here, here's example, what we need to do. We need to back up. Yes, sir. The re yes, the thing that's motivating you is I need a better job. I need a better career field. That's yes, what's sir. motivating you, and I agree with that motivation. Is that correct? Um, yes, sir. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be a secretary at the state making 30. I want to be doing something that makes 60, 80, 90 or a hundred. That's what you're, that's what was running through your brain. That's what got us here. It wasn't, you woke up one morning and go, you know, since I was six, I always wanted to do business analytics. That didn't come up. You just are looking right, for yes, some sir. more money. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So that means you have called on the perfect day because Ken Coleman's goal in life is to help you find the highest paying possible job that 
you are passionate about and good at and love going to work every day, not just mm-hmm. more money. And it's not business analytics for you. So you're on, yeah. Ken. Ready, go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you've done a lot of thinking about the type of work that you love. You thought about it when you went into college. What What do you want to do? And don't get hung up on job title. What kind of work would you love to do if you knew you couldn't fail and we got you fast-forwarded into the type of work? What kind of work do you want to do? Um, yes, sir. So, so really, um, I would love to uh, be an educator. And I did work in education um, that's kind of also what was um, what was helping me, like, with school and stuff. I was like, okay, I can get this job and I can be an educator, but... Um, teaching who? I, teaching those people what? Um, for me, it was uh, typically about middle age to high school kids. Okay, middle and school, high I'm school. Very, yes, yes, sir. Middle school, high school, I'm very passionate about, like, you know, geography, social studies, and world languages. So I would really like to um, teach them those about okay. those things. So the problem with that is, or it's not a problem, the requirement for that is you've got to have a degree. And yes, sir. we can't afford school right now. So right. as long as we know what the long-term play is, now we begin mm-hmm. to back in, into this and we go, okay, we know what it takes to get out of debt, and we're, we're going to mm-hmm. walk you through the baby steps. We can help you there. But we've got to take yes, care of that now so that we position yes. ourselves for the yeah, next. Yeah, so that uh, the 35-year-old Kate is in high school teaching geography. Yes, sir. Now, what are the steps to get there? Yes. So we got to get out of um, debt. So we got to get out of debt yes, first, right? We debt, can't go right. to school. We're not going to get a student loan. I just pulled up a headline today. Millions of people are not paying their student loan payment right now. So I don't want you yes. to do what everybody else is doing because what everybody else is doing is going to make you further broke. Yep. All right. Yes. Sir. So we've got to get out of debt now, and mm-hmm. then we've got to cash flow school. So that you can come out and make the median income for teachers in the United States right now is about sixty-one thousand, but that's that yes, could be higher depending on where you teach. The the, the right the next class you take is going to be after you're debt free, yep, and it's going to be tw- towards becoming a geography teacher in high school. That's right. That's the next class you take. It's not a business analytics class, and you're going to pay cash that's for that class when you take it. In the meantime, what are we going to do? Every high-paying mm-hmm. side job that you can come up with. You don't need to see the inside of a restaurant unless you're working there. You don't need to go <laughs> on vacation. Sir. You need to go get your life back because right now all this crap owns you. You don't own it. Mm-hmm. And so you're about to get in gear. I want you working 80, 90 hours a week, every high-paying side hustle. I don't want you taking anything cute or fun on the side. I want you to take stuff that makes a lot of money. As long as it's legal and moral and you're not ashamed to do it, I want you to go do it. Right now, I want you to make no, as you- much. If you walk dogs or you pick up dog poop, I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. I want you to make as much money as you can make in a short period of time. Ready, set, go. Because the faster you get this debt paid off and the faster you have $10,000 in the bank is how fast you take the first class and then the second class and then the third class and then you become a geography teacher don't worry about overworking just before you die you will pass out don't worry about it have at it go for it go for it go for it go for it hustle grind get it get it get it get it that's how you do it hold on we're gonna have austin pick up and get you signed up for ken's stuff we're gonna give it all to you free it's the uh get Get clear clear assessment assessment. you need to take that and make sure you're right on track and the uh from paycheck to purpose book we're going to give them both to you now get it get it here's the deal kate 
$2,500 a month would knock this debt out in one year. It is doable doing it the way Dave told you. It's just working really hard and putting every cent towards the debt. Get it! Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, the book Proximity Principle, both of them number ones. He also did an assessment that we gave that last caller called the Get Clear Assessment. It is one of the most popular things in the Ramsey store right now. Um, a ton of you come and uh, get that. I, I, Ken, what do we charge for it? Like 30 bucks? 30 bucks, yeah. 30 bucks. And it takes you about uh, 20, 25 minutes to take the thing, max. Oh, yeah. Maybe max. less. Yeah. And then it spits out the things you are good at, the things you love, the passions, yeah. and helps you identify the direction you're going. It's not merely a personality profile. We have the DISC personality profile in our website, on yeah. our, in our store as well. And a lot of people take that. I love that. I've used it for almost 40 years now. But we th- this uh, Get Clear assessment is a step, two step, three steps beyond yeah. that in that it takes that same kind of information and then says, okay, here's where you'll end up, right? Yeah. Well, it's a self-awareness profile. It lets you know, okay, if I have a lack of confidence, maybe I'm feeling a little imposter syndrome. This is what I'm really good at. In other words, your skills. Think of your skills or talent as power tools. Then the second measurement is passion. In other words, what work do I look forward to and lose myself in? And then the third element is what motivates me? You ever wondered if you need to go to a conference or read a book to get motivated? The answer is you really don't. Motivation is about understanding what gets you up out of bed because these results fire you up. So the three elements come together. We call it a purpose statement, and it shows you what purpose and work looks like. And it's actually a job description. If I spend most of my day using what I do best to do what I love to produce results that matter to me, guess what? I'm on fire. And you have a famous phrase, you know, you can't you can't light wet wood. It's the idea of you want to hire people who know what they're supposed to be doing with their life. And that's what this is. It gives you great personal and professional direction. Yeah. No, the, I think that probably comes from that guy that came in one day and said, I'm burnt out. And I said, that's impossible. You were never on fire. Yeah, I so, love that um, story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's an example, right? Like, he guy had no idea what seat on the bus or even what bus he belonged on. And here's the key to that, the Get Clear assessment and why it matters. If you want to increase your income, you'll do it by increasing your impact. And, and when you are attractive as a, as a candidate, as a, an actual employee getting promoted, that all leads to a bigger paycheck, which means 
We get through the baby steps faster. That's the tie-in. And in the hiring and firing sections in Entree Leadership, when we're teaching businesses and leaders about proper hiring and firing, one of the things I tell people to look for, one of the 12 hiring principles, is hire people whose eyes light up when they talk about doing that job. So good. You know, you, your body language changes, their octave yep. changes, their eyes sparkle when they talk about the opportunity to do that job. That's the kind of thing you need to be aiming at with your life. Yeah. And Get Clear helps you do that. That's why I'm so proud of this material. It does really well, Ken. It's wonderful stuff. Thank you. All right. Uh, Daryl's in Roanoke, Virginia. Hi, Daryl. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave and Ken. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry uh, Christmas, Christmas, sir. How can we help? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, for my question to make sense, I'm going to lead in with a couple quick points. Um, I'm getting ready to turn 53. I'm already retired. Uh, My wife is scheduled to receive my pension um, if I pass away before her. We just paid off our house. We are otherwise debt-free. And I'm 30 years into a term life policy, and I'm really wanting to let go of it before it gets expensive. So I was just calling to see if that would be the good thing for me to do. How much have you got in investments? How much do I have in investments? Yes, sir. Uh, I have my pension from my, my former employer. That, that's a that's a pay stream to your wife if you die. I'm talking about investments. I, I have uh, very little because we were uh, kind of a low-income family, and I didn't really have much to put away. Okay. 30-year um, term is out them. there, but 30-year term is unusual. You sure you have term insurance? You sure it's not whole life or universal life? No, I said I'm, I've already I've already been paying in because I, when I was in the military and I was 23, I started it. Yeah, that doesn't and, mean it's term insurance necessarily. I'm asking, it's unusual to have a 30-year term insurance policy. You mean it's been level term for 30 years. You've never had an increase in pay in, in the premium. No, no, the premiums increased. I'm just saying I'm 30 years into it. So every year uh, it's increased. I it started out as at five dollars a month. How when often I was did it 20, increase? Uh, about every five years, I'm up to forty dollars a month now. Okay, and for how much insurance? A hundred thousand. Okay, all right. Well, the way you we answer your question is, I mean, it sounds like you did buy a, a renewable term. And it's just your age is catching up with you because, of course, statistically, the older you are, the more likely you are to die. No kidding. And they charge more for it. That's how that works, right? Uh-huh. So um, it, the way we answer the question is if you die today without $100,000 in term insurance with a paid-for house, the kids are grown and gone or no kids? Um, we have one left in home, but he's an adult, and he'll probably be out in the next couple of years. Okay. Well, he might be out tomorrow if you died today. Because I'm not sure your wife can afford him without 100000 Because all she's got to live on is your pension, right? Um, I have a, 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 a 457 of about 35000 She is a teacher's aide, a teaching assistant with the local schools. And she has a uh, re- she has a retirement with these um, the state's pension. Okay, so if you die, can she be okay without the hundred thousand? Mathematically, not emotionally. 
that's that's why yeah I, it, per, without any um professional advice i feel like she would but that's well i mean it, it's, it's pretty much it. math i mean her pension your pension and mm-hmm. no bills except uh insurance on the house and taxes on the house because there's no debt mm-hmm. and she's not going to be supporting a grown person who's going to be gone and uh, with your pension, her pension, and it, whether or not she works the little teacher's aid job or not, she, can she pay her bills? That's the question. You know that. You don't need professional help for that. You can do a budget and look at that. Yeah. Well, we right now, we um, with my pension and her pay and my VA disability, we're... We your VA disability 56. goes away when you do. Right. Yeah. That, she wouldn't have that. 56 right now. She wouldn't have that. So can right, she I, pay her bills on your pension, which she gets if you die, right? To my calculation, she could. Okay. And talk to her about that. Right. Before you drop this. Because mm-hmm. if $40, well, if $40 means your wife is taken care of, you keep the policy. But if it doesn't, but if your wife's taking care of without it, and the two of you agree that you know we're paying for something we don't need, then mm-hmm. you can release it. Because basically, the rule works like this. The way you think about it is this: if the kids are, because if you got to feed kids if they're little, we got to pay debt if we have debt. But if the kids are grown and gone, everything's paid off, house and everything, and we have a pile of money, and you die, mathematically, she isn't going to notice. You don't have a pile of money, but you got a pension. So mathematically, that's when you become self-insured with financial planning. So you have, you know, for the rest of you out there, you know, you're 56, the kids are grown and gone, the house is paid off, everything's paid off, and you got $700,000 in a 401k and you die, I think she can probably make it. You've become self-insured by investing and getting out of debt and your need for insurance, raising the kids and kicking them out. That, that's, that, that's what does it, Okay. But if you buy, you know, if you keep the mortgage, keep the kids, and keep the debt, you're, you're going to need it. You're going to need to keep insurance. So the financial planning, working the steps that we talk about, puts you in a position that you're self-insured. I think you may be. You're right on the bubble. I mean, if you told me you had three hundred thousand in a mutual fund in your four hundred one k, I'd feel a whole lot better. But you don't. In your case, yeah, I think she's okay. But I want her to be okay with being okay. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Joel is with us. Hi, Joel. How are you, man? Better than I deserve. Very cool. Merry Christmas to you. Good Merry to have Christmas you. to you. Where do you live? Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Lancaster. Awesome. Welcome. Good to have you, brother. And how much debt have you paid off? $65,437 and one penny. Love it. How long did this take? 
33 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? 42000 to 106500 I like that. In uh, a little under three years, you triple your income, almost almost triple your income. Yeah. What in the world? What do you do for a living? IT. And uh, is you, were you in that field before? I was in the field during, and uh, I did take a side job for about three weeks at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that time, people from town went through the drive-thru, and they were asking me, what are you doing there? And I said, I got bills to pay. <laughs> there you go. So I had a few people ask me if I could help them with IT problems networks and long story short i helped a lot of uh, local businesses wire up computer networks and do wi-fi for large buildings yeah good for you and they made some good that's some great side money yeah good side hustle using your uh, using your your uh skills excellent job what kind of debt was the sixty-five thousand? yeah so uh, i had two credit cards mm-hmm. and a lot of healthcare debt and a bunch of uh stuff pop up from a divorce mm-hmm. so i just had a lot of surprises along the way and uh, during my uh, debt-free process, um, I had a lot of health issues, so I had a lot of ongoing expenses. So mm-hmm. the majority of my debt was actually paid off in the last six months. Wow. Okay. How are you doing now, health-wise? Much better. Good. I'm glad. I'm Getting glad. all debt was probably the best medicine. It is good medicine. <laughs> uh, your, your body doesn't have to carry around that stress. Yeah. And it's heavy. Very heavy. Yeah. So that's very cool. Very cool. And you get the health issues behind you, you end up with more money because that's expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry you went through that, but I'm glad you're here now. Well done, well done. So what started this whole process 33 months ago with the Ramsey process? That's a good question. Um, it actually started with a really low point in my life. Um, woke up one day and I was separated. So I was scared. It was the first day of the lockdown. Um, so one of the first things I did is I actually emailed the show. Someone reached out and responded and said they would hook me up with a uh, Ramsey coach. Wait, your wife leaves on the first day of the lockdown? Yeah. Her timing sucks. Yep. <laughs> wow. So to, I actually, it was a four-year process, but the first year I had to get, I had to move on from that. Um, but regardless, it started with that financial coach, and she really calmed me down. And, you got um, one of the Ramsey coaches. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, she pointed out that I didn't have to pay all the expensive money for a divorce. So I found a lawyer that did it pro bono. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so from there, and the secret I found to get out of debt is I had to surround myself with people. So whether it was support groups, going biking with the guys, just finding more work, getting to know people, got involved with the church. I had just found myself surrounded. And the most important people were my parents. My father's actually here with me. And to be honest, I think a big part of the reason why I got out of debt is because my parents brought me upright. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you your life has been completely turned upside down and transformed and in the middle of that you said i I am not carrying this debt wow i mean you're facing health issues a divorce and a pandemic Mm -hmm. uh i mean god almighty you get the fauci quarantine and a dadgum separation and divorce all in the same lick and that had to mess up your income simultaneously and was your health bad about the same time quite bad i mean you got like a perfect storm crap going on there that's amazing wow so I, I want to follow up there because I think there are a lot of people that are watching and listening to your story right now, and uh, they got a lot of other factors going on in their life that are bad and maybe causing the money issues. And they look at getting out of debt, and it seems insurmountable. I'm just curious, with everything that Dave just laid out that you shared that you were going through, how much did the focus on the baby steps, 
the focus to get out of baby step two, how much did that help you overcome all that other garbage that you were dealing with? Did it play a factor? A huge factor, to be honest. How I so? was I was in the first and second step going in and out. You know, there were mm-hmm. some months mm-hmm. where I would deplete that thousand yeah. dollar emergency fund. Um, and again, going back to people and surround myself, you know, there's some months that were tough. So people from the church would feed me, mom would feed me, stuff like that. And uh, God showed up in amazing ways. Um, I should have actually owed more debt, but I even had a local church step up and help me pay off some of my medical bills. So um, God was behind every corner of it. That's powerful. Mm. Wow. Look at you. Well done, sir. I'm proud of you. You're a hero. You fought through some pretty serious stuff there. It's amazing. I mean, and now you're the other side of all of it. Wow. Yeah. And a funny fact, actually, when I first started off with my debt-free journey, I didn't have any feeling behind it. Like, it was like, why get out of debt? There was just no emotion behind that at the time. So uh, one of the things I, I said to myself, well, if I get out of debt, I'm going to do a debt-free screen. <laughs> so here I am today. Oh, so that, that's like your motivation <laughs> so is to really come stand motivation. on that stage. Yeah. yeah. So we, was, we have to mark this puppy. Got to have some reason to be excited <laughs> about this, right? We're going to Nashville. Load that's up right. the truck and head to Beverly. I love it, man. <laughs> Good for you. Well done. <laughs> Well done. I like that. That's fun. Well, I, you got to have something to aim at. It's one of the reasons we do this. People have this as a milestone. The main reason we do it is all the people listening, they're going to be inspired because there's somebody out there right now mm-hmm. that's facing a job loss, a health problem, and maybe even a relationship problem all at the same time. And they probably have $65,000 in debt. And look at that. And they and you're sitting up here going, you can do it. Yeah. Just your life says they can do it the way you've lived your life so well. Well done. Thank Proud you. of you. Very well done. Um, you did most of it in the last six months. Yes. So like half of it. Just about half. Yeah. So you've been, you've been, but your income came up from 42 to 106. So you had a great income. You had your health back. You could see the end of the finish line. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's not mm-hmm. a train. And so you're just running hard the last six months. Yeah. It actually got a little easier um, because I figured out how to do my side work more or actually work less and get more done. So it, it, it was really neat. It was a great learning experience. I got... Probably the best part of the debt-free process was finding out what I am made of and who I am. That's awesome. I was going to ask, what's the emotional kickback now that you're done with this? You're about ready to do the scream, so we're not the finish line yet because I know that matters to you. But emotionally, as you look forward in life, relationally, professionally, how do you feel about yourself? Yeah, um, for the first time, I'm hopeful, happy, and um, I, I can truly say that I'm resilient. You are. You are. You are. So the Ramsey coaches, that's one of the things about the Ramsey coaches. There's several thousand of them that we've trained around America. Some of them watching right now, some of and, our um, best and brightest Some of right our here. best coaches right here right now came down to watch this from inside our building, but we've got them all over the nation that have been trained by us. And one of the things they do when uh, I, I occasionally get someone intersect my life that's at the very, very, very bottom where you were when all that stuff happened, and then you don't have the strength to carry yourself right then they just pick you up and carry you through that so true they they get the first few steps under you and just hold you up and then once your feet start touching the ground again you can they'll let you go let you run but uh but somebody sometimes you just got to have somebody walk with you and you had a coach step in and do that exact thing with you i'm so proud of you guys well done sir you and those guys the, the coach that helped you well done very 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 well done what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is do the baby steps one at a time in order in order there's a reason that one is before two is before three yep and we if the next make, one doesn't yeah, make sense not focus on the current one yeah that's i like good that. that's now, four good. is after three for a reason yeah that's good i like that very good 
All right, we've got the Live and Gift box for you, the Baby Steps Millionaire's book, which that's the next chapter in your story, the Total Money Makeover book to give to someone that's struggling and hurting, Financial Peace University membership. All of that is for you to enjoy or give away, and our way of saying thanks for coming down from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, to do your debt-free scream. Joel, you're amazing. Yeah. You're amazing, dude. You're a hero. $65,000 paid off in 33 months, making 42 to 106. While life happened, count it down. Let's hear a debt Debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt-free. There it is. That's the reason he's been pushing you for that moment. I love Boom. Boom. This is the Ramsey Shack. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. We're glad you're with us. Merry Christmas, America. Eric is in Indianapolis. Eric, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. It's an honor to speak with you. Honor to speak with you. What's up? Uh, My question is, about a month ago, my wife and I decided that we were going to take the uh, final amount of our mortgage, which was about $49,000, and pay it off. Good. Um, because because we wanted to be debt-free and we didn't want it just sitting in our bank account. Mm-hmm. Uh, my concern is since that's occurred, I've not received anything from the bank saying that I paid it off. When I look on my account online, it's all zeros. That's but I good. don't have any any sort of like you know documentation other than that. And what, I'm wondering what, if there's what something kind that of I'm uh, what kind of mortgage did you have? A traditional mortgage or a bank loan or what? Uh, it was a VA um, home loan. Okay, with who? Uh, it was through Chase. Okay. All right. Uh, Chase is uh, roughly the size of the federal government and about as efficient. Okay. So not, not, not to panic. All right. N- number one, you got zeros on your account, so that's a good sign. I think I think you have paid it off. There's not, they don't, there's not a question they think you've paid it off. You think you paid it off, right? So Correct. technically what needs to occur is they will file – a lien release, a mortgage payoff at the uh, release of deed, a release of the deed of trust, a release of note at your federal, at, at your local county seat courthouse. If you live in Indy, it's Indy. Okay. Whatever, whatever county you live in, the courthouse records the deeds and they also record the mortgage release. That is the important thing because that clears your title. Typically, they will send that to the deed when they finally get around to doing it. It might take them three months, okay? I wouldn't worry about it. But they'll typically send it to the register of deeds, the mortgage release. The register will file it, stamp it, send it back to them, and they'll send you send it to you. Um, if okay. you are worried about it at some point and you want to – maybe they never sent it to you, it, you don't have to have the receipt. The only person that has to have the receipt is the courthouse. It needs to be recorded as being paid off a, a lien release, a mortgage payoff release. Okay. Form at the, at the courthouse. So, uh, you know, that's what you want to verify has been done. If you want to, if you want to be nerdy about it, you want to call the courthouse or go down there and say, Hey, look up my mortgage. I paid it off. I want to see if they have released the lien yet. I want to see if they've released the mortgage. And it's a one-page thing. 
You're going to get a little little bit of it. looks like a little uh, legal document that's one page long. It'll be folded up, have a couple of red stamps on it from being filed at the courthouse, and it'll be in your mailbox. They'll send it to you. It's like the final paid receipt kind of thing. But all they're doing is giving you a copy of what was filed at the courthouse. You can lose that, and it won't matter. What matters is that the Register of Deeds at the courthouse doesn't lose it. That matters. Follow me? Understood. Okay, yep, so check no. check, just, check courthouse in uh end of January if you hadn't heard anything, and start calling Chase, and go, dude, y'all need to release this mortgage. What the crap? It's been it's been ninety days. Get off your butt, you know, and and you know start jacking on them a little bit because they 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 truly are. I mean, it's like working with a DMV. I mean, they're just they're awful. It's just they're they're horrible. These mega banks are just the worst. Um, but they they will get around to it. They do have a system. But they are in no hurry. It, to them, it's one of you're one of eighty bazillion people that that they're doing this with. Yeah, I love that quote. When you said they're bigger than the federal government. It's really true. The amount of people, oh my they're God. not going to move quickly for you because they, honestly, they have to be in a state of shock that someone actually paid their house <laughs> off. That's yeah. part of it. No, they they get they. I mean, it, it <laughs> just but it, it's a, you think about how many mortgages Chase owns. Yeah, it's a lot. And I mean, I, how, how many credit huge. cards? Chase, I mean, yeah. how many towers full of people work for them yeah. and don't do their work most days because they hate their job? And, <laughs> you know, oh, my God, it's just pitiful. <laughs> so that that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. Eva is in Brooklyn. Hi, Eva. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave and Ken. Thank you for having me. Sure. What's up? So I currently have credit card debt at a 0% interest rate, which will begin accruing interest in May. Uh, this was before I was a listener. And I'm contemplating whether I should use stocks or mutual funds to pay it off. Alternatively, I could become uh, Morgan Cell intense about paying it off over the next five months. How much credit card debt do you have? $18,000. What do you make a year? Now I make $150,000. Good I for you. What do you do for a living? I work in the architecture field. You're amazing. Nice. Well done. How much have you got in a single stock? So I have 30K in stocks, and that would uh, be considered short-term gains. And then I have 160K in mutual funds, which would be long-term, and then 40K in retirement. Good for you. Well done. Uh, I'd pull enough out of the mutual funds today, pay it off today. Okay. It doesn't, we'll, ma- it doesn't well, matter. Guess- it doesn't matter. Why are you kidding? I mean, you're playing footsie with this stuff. It's just a... It's, you got a mosquito in your house, you know, just shoot the thing. Okay. And I won't be charged more taxes or fees. You'll be paid. You'll be charged taxes on whatever you cash out in those mutual funds. You said it's long-term gain. So it'd be a 15% gain on the gain if there is any gain. And I don't know when you put the mutual funds in, what your basis is, but we know a hundred percent of it's not a gain. So let's say there's a $2,000 gain on what you pull out. Uh, you might have $300 in taxes, but I don't give a crap. Get rid of this credit card debt and cut up those stupid cards too. get out of that I business. Will. I already have. Yeah. You're too smart for that business. Get away from those people. They're not good for you. Okay. We'll do. Thank you. Yeah. It, the percentage interest doesn't matter. The idea of being free matters. It, what, here's what's, you know, it's just, it's strange. Um, we, um, we have completely, and I guess it's Ken's because we got trained by these ripoff industries with this debt products. Sure, but um, to be normalized, it's normal to have That's a credit correct. card. It's yeah. no everybody has a car payment, everybody has a mortgage, everybody. Oh, shut up! Everybody's broke and dumb too. I don't want to do that. That won't be everybody. That's crazy. But 
we get so normalized with this stuff that they have tricked us into only analyzing our personal situation through the lens of math. Yeah. We are leaving out the emotional, relational, spiritual bandwidth that is being taken up. Now, let's just talk about this. It's a great point. Seriously, this woman makes $150,000 a year. She is smart. Yeah. She's a brilliant lady. Very accomplished. Okay. And the amount of bandwidth, she had to make a phone call (laughs) to a national radio show. Because $18,000 at 0% is taking up bandwidth when she's got a hundred and something thousand bucks laying in a mutual fund. Correct. Because the 0% we've been taught, you're exactly right. This is the major. No, she didn't want to be, she didn't want to feel dumb. Right. She won't feel wrong. Yeah. She wants somebody's an expert. Yeah. You know, somebody with a briefcase 20 miles from home to tell her what to do. Right. right. And so, uh, yeah. but, but, uh, and I'm not picking on her. It's just the state of our psyche is. My point is to consider this whole debt issue only through the lens of math is extremely naive. Mm -hmm. There are so many more layers to slavery than the simple math. Mm. Slaves don't have choices. Slaves lay awake at night worrying about where they're going to eat. Slaves aren't generous. Slaves have a different personality style. Slaves keep a job that they don't want to keep because they got to pay the bills. Slaves are not even as nice to their own spouses. The borrower is slave to the lender. There are elements, there are layers in our lives that are much bigger than the 0% interest, and yet we've been taught that, oh, well, I mean, you, you can borrow money at 0% and put it in a mutual fund. It's just, it doesn't, we're not going to, the psychological weight, the anxiety of that is not even brought up. That's right. This is really about freedom. And, and everybody longs to be free to make a choice to do what they want to do when they want to do it. And you can't do that when you're shackled to debt. That's the big takeaway. And she's not shackled in a way that's limiting her. No. But it's just interesting. But it changes the way she is, thinks. In a, in, a, in a brain as smart as hers, yep. and she's just an example. I mean, I think she's awesome. Okay, oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not picking yeah. on her. But in a brain as smart as hers, this 18000 at 0% was taking up way more space than she realized it was. That's exactly In right. her brain. Yep. That is not 0%. That's correct. That's a very good point. That's the matrix, though. They've trained us to think, well, the number's good, so put up with it. Because it's a good number. Yeah. I'm smart because I got 0%. Yeah. It's their money. I mean, this couch I'm sitting on, 0%. <laughs> 90 days, same as cash. It rooms there. They went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is the Ramsey Show. Ramsey Show.